0: Good morning, everybody. This is Sam Fritz from the Highly Effective Band Room, and I'm going to start a series with you today called Daily Lightbulb Moments. And basically the idea is those epiphanies that you have on a daily basis with your students, that's something that I think we all should share. And there's something I learn from my kids every single day, and I've been teaching now 20 years, and I feel like that's one of the reasons that I Have stayed with it so long and I'll continue to stay with it so I want to share a couple of light bulb moments that I've had with my students so to begin I want you to know that we are a PLC school which means we are um, fully embracing professional learning communities and I really do believe that it is one of the most effective ways to impact student learning and one of the first things that we get to do or are supposed to do in our PLC meetings is to celebrate student successes Now, it's, I'll be honest with you, it's a section that we frequently skip. Not because we don't have any successes, but because I think teachers in general hesitate to say things are going well. We seem to be innately negative people when it comes to self assessing our skills. We tend to look at what we did and say, yeah, that's fine, but I can do it better tomorrow, or I can it better next period or I can do it better next year and so we tend to treat our students in the same way where we say in our mind great job but we could always be improving we we fear that they'll settle if we give them too much praise so I've experimented this week with trying to do that in my own classroom where each day try to find something that we can celebrate so I'm going to challenge you to do this today. Pick one student in each one of your classrooms in each period of the day and try to find one thing that they did well or that they're improving on and you can celebrate their success. It's that small little praise, that small little celebration that you can give a student that can really make a big difference in their day. So today's light bulb challenge is celebrate success. Have a great day and keep building those light bulbs one glorious mistake at a time.
1: Good morning, everybody. This is Sam Fritz from the Highly Effective Band Room. I'm continuing with my short podcast here on daily light bulb moments. And so yesterday we talked about celebrating student success. And today what I want to talk to you about is something I noticed yesterday. I I get to teach beginner band every single day, and honestly after all these years of teaching and this is my 20th year i i love teaching beginners and one of the reasons that i love to teach beginners is i get to see learning happen on a daily basis and we're preparing for our first uh, major performance of the year and i get so excited for the kids because their parents really have no idea what they've been doing they hear them practice at home sure but it's not the same as hearing that first full band and i keep reminding them every day hey a few months ago you didn't even know how to open up your instrument case so for me i get to see my impact on students on a more regular basis i get to watch my efforts pay off in a quick way as a beginner band teacher so for you today take a few minutes if you can and look around you and look at your students and listen to what they say and listen to how they they play and what they can do. And remember that you had a big part in teaching them that. So look for the learning that's happening around you and celebrate that success and celebrate what you've accomplished with your students. So have a great day and remember to keep building those light bulbs one glorious mistake at a time. Good morning, everybody. This is Sam Fritz from The Highly Effective Bandroom. Happy Monday. I'm gonna to continue today with my short series of podcasts on daily light bulb moments. If you wanna follow along with this uh, in more detail, it's kind of a 10-day challenge. And I started last week. And if you wanna visit my website, thehighlyeffectivebandroom.com or Samuel Fritz Music uh, on Blogger, I have this a little bit more detailed out for you if you wanna follow along. But today, day three, we're working on showcasing excellence. Again, this is the idea that we can find these daily light bulb moments every single day in our classrooms. And and so today we're gonna to talk about showcasing excellence. So one way to celebrate success in your class is to showcase the excellent work that your students are doing. Now, for me, it's pretty easy because we're about to have our very first beginner band concert of the year and That's actually tonight. We're so excited to showcase the excellence of our beginner band students, but you can find ways to do that even in your own classroom, even if it's not a concert or if you're not a performance ensemble. So uh, from a musician standpoint, you could do all kinds of things to showcase excellence in your class. You could have your kids work in small groups and have them show off something they've been working on on their own, or you could ask a few kids to get together this week and, um, stand up in the lobby of your of your school and play Christmas carols for people as they're coming in. Or I had a, a colleague of mine who used to do uh, Flash Mob Friday. So she would just basically walk around the school with her orchestra class and just pick different spots of the school and just show up and play whatever they were working on in class. So there's a lot of ways that you could come up creatively to showcase the excellence of your students and celebrate the success that they're having today. So continue building those light bulbs one glorious mistake at a time and have a great day good morning everybody this is sam fritz from the highly effective band room this is day four of my celebrating success challenge so i started the week day one talking to you about how our school system is set up in the plc process the professional learning community process and step one of that process is celebrating student success and it's a really important but sometimes overlooked part of the process so each day uh for the next 10 days i've been i uh, plan to talk to you about uh, ways you could celebrate success in your classroom and uh today i'm going to be talking about reflecting on the past which you know seems like a silly way to celebrate success but i had my very first beginning band concert last night and one of the most surprising comments every year from parents is the is that um uh, I'm amazed at how good they are at such an early stage in their musical development. And it kind of puts in perspective for me that just four months ago when we started school in August, they couldn't even put their instrument together. So I think it's really important for us as teachers to think back on our past practice and reflect on how that helped us achieve our current practices. So because we spent all this time during the last four months teaching kids uh, music fundamentals and music literacy skills, they're able to take a piece of music, interpret the symbols and and terminology that's on the page, make it happen on their instrument, but perform it at a level of mastery that allows them to interact with their peers, which is just an amazing set of uh, concepts and when you think about it. So today take a few minutes to reflect on your past practice and reflect on the things that have been going well in your class or think back to where you started at the beginning of the year and share with your students how much they've improved since that time. So I hope you have a great day and continue making those light bulbs one glorious mistake at a time. Good morning everybody. This is Sam Fritz from The Highly Effective Band Room and I am continuing with a short series of podcasts on daily light bulb moments, as I call it, or ways that you can find success and celebrate success in your classroom on a daily basis. So today is day five of our 10-day challenge and today I want you to look for ways for students to teach one another. And I had a moment a couple of days ago where... I was speaking with one of my trombone students and she has a friend who's in choir and her friend wants to learn to play the tenor saxophone and my student is helping her. And so I had a conversation with her about how she was making that work. How are you using YouTube videos? Are you, do you have a book? How are you, how are you teaching her? She said, well, I've been paying attention in band and you talk about embouchure a lot and it's, kind of has similar things for everyone, right? Well, yeah, it does have some similar things. Breathing is similar for everyone, right? Posture is the same for everybody, right? Yeah. And we all are learning how to read in band, choir, and orchestra. We're all learning how to read pitches and rhythms and vocabulary. So that's the same, right? Yeah, that is the same. And so then all that's left is just to kind of put that together and practice it. And I was blown away in a couple ways from that conversation. One is that she actually was paying attention in, in band, which I thought was pretty cool. But more importantly, that she felt that she had enough skills on her instrument as just an eighth grader that she could teach another person a brand new instrument. And that I felt like was my light bulb moment. And so today, Try to find an opportunity, not just for, hey, share with your partner, but actually have your students teach one another. Maybe pick a phrase or a excerpt or a section of your music that your kids are struggling with and have them actually pair up and teach one another how to improve that, not just um, talk about it, but actually teach one another. I think you'll be amazed at what your students have learned and what they can do, and Maybe you'll have your own light bulb moment as well. So, good luck building those light bulbs one glorious mistake at a time. Have a great day. Good morning, everybody. This is Sam Fritz from the Highly Effective Band Room again. And I am continuing a short series of podcasts on celebrating student success. This comes from the fact that our school district is embracing the professional learning community process or the PLC process. And one of the most important but often overlooked parts of the process is celebrating student success. And I think it's important as we get ready for our holiday break to really think about the work that we've done as teachers. And, and so I've created this little 10-day challenge, uh, 10 ways to celebrate student success in your classroom. Today we're on day six, and today's topic is embracing creativity. And this is specifically when it comes to Assessment. Uh, I attended a professional development workshop a few weeks ago in our district, and it was really an amazing workshop. And the topic was assessment. And in the session, we talked a lot about three types of assessments that you could give your classroom. An obtrusive assessment, which think of just your typical you know, standard test that you've always given, something where instruction has to stop. An unobtrusive assessment which is something that can happen while learning is continuing and then the most interesting to me was student generated and so I thought to myself gosh I gotta try this so I went to my seventh grade band and I said hey guys we have a our semester final coming up and here are the essential learning materials that we've been covering and I'm going to give you some choices on your test. And they all kind of looked at me like I was crazy. And I said, so here's what you can do. Number one, you can choose sections or measures or parts of any of our concert pieces that meet the requirements of our ELs and play them together to form your playing exam, your semester final assessment. Number two, you could take... A solo or something that you were working on for a private lesson or something that you were just working on for fun you could add or modify the original to include all of the components of our EL essentially arranging a new piece or you could compose something originally and I was blown away by the things that kids have come up with. And I had a young tuba player who said to me one day, he came in and it was the day his assignment was due. And he said, look, Mr. Fritz, I, w- I, was, I was at home last night. I was really working on this. I recorded it and I'm just, the more I thought about it, I'm just not happy with it. Could I go in and just work a little bit more during homeroom today on it and submit another video? And I said, absolutely. So he went in and spent 30 minutes in a practice room, recording and re-recording and perfecting his own composition to reflect the mastery of his work. So don't be afraid of the student-generated assessments. Don't be afraid to say to your students, here's what I expect you to learn, or here's what I've taught you, or here's what we've been working on. Now you show me how you know it, and I think you'll be really amazed at the kinds of work that you get back from your students. So embrace that creativity today and continue to build those light bulbs one glorious mistake at a time. Have a great day. Good morning, everybody. This is Sam Fritz from the Highly Effective Band Room. Happy Friday to you. I am continuing today with a series of short podcasts on celebrating student success. And today is day seven. And I think a great day to talk about this particular topic, and that is having fun in your classroom. I know, I know, sometimes we think playing games or doing silly things in class to make the kids enjoy your class just for the sake of enjoyment is a waste of instructional time. So we don't do it. And sometimes fun can also be perceived as, uh, you know, uneducational. (laughs) So today I want to talk to you about a couple of ways that you can have fun in class uh, that actually uh, serves a pretty important purpose. So uh, in my music class, one of the things that we do, you know, we play some some games to teach kids about, you know, increasing their skill speed and things like that that are kind of sub- have subliminal um, objectives, I guess, other than just they're really fun to do, but they have specific purposes. And one that we just played this week is, uh, is Kahoot. You know, who doesn't love Kahoot? And we... Especially if you're a middle school teacher, I guess. Um, but when we play Kahoot, it's actually a review game for our final exams. And we do have a vocabulary final, a rhythmic dictation final, and a, and a pitch reading final that we give each of our 6th of our through 8th grade band, choir, and orchestra students. So to review for our vocabulary final, we use a Kahoot. But we give the kids a printout, um, a chart, a data tracker of what questions we're asking. And all they're doing on the chart is as they answer the Kahoot questions, they're putting a check mark in the got it or don't got it column. And if they don't have it, then they can refer to either the definitions that we have up on the Kahoot screen, or if they don't have a pencil with them, or it's too quick to write and then answer the next question. We have a review guide in, um, in, their, in Canvas, which Canvas is our learning management system, and it's our kind of online learning platform that we have at our school district. And in Canvas, there is a um, interactive study guide that has other study materials beyond just the definitions. So we bring in band, choir, and orchestra kids combined. We'll have over 100 students, 150 students in a classroom at one time, playing a giant cahoot game, and it's loud and uproarious. But every kid is, when they're finished, they're celebrating, or they're, or they're showing their disgust with the fact that they missed a simple question and. And we're giving them review materials. And you hear kids as they're leaving saying, wow, that was a lot of fun today. And uh, and even to add one other layer of, of excellence to this, uh, we had a young man today or yesterday shows up and on his orchestra director's piano, he has written out for String Quartet the Kahoot theme song. He's figured it out and has written it out uh, for String Quartet so that they can actually learn to play the live Kahoot song. So it's even more layers of, of, of success when you start thinking about what he had to do to figure that out and write that out and get that um, set for his orchestra friends. So today, day seven of our 10 day celebrating success challenge, try to have fun in your classroom. Find a way that you can do something fun to engage your students in a meaningful way and continue to build those light bulbs one glorious mistake at a time. Have a great day good morning everybody this is sam fritz from the highly effective band room hey we're continuing on with our 10-day celebrate success challenge today is day number eight almost to the end and i know you can make it Um, today's challenge focuses on just a really simple easy way to celebrate in your class that i think is also very effective and it's just the high five Uh, i think standing in front of your door giving kids a high five when they come into class or in my class they can do high five Handshake, fist bump, or I'll do a high shoulder or high elbow or whatever they feel like, or we can do a wave. Or even just in class today when a kid is doing something really well, just walk away from your podium or walk right out to the middle of your band and just give that kid a high five and celebrate that success right on the spot. And if you're a little weird about the germs and you don't really want to high five every single kid leading up to your break, then uh, on my website and on my blog, uh, the highly effective com or SamuelFritzMusic@blogspot.com. There's a template for you to make high-five post-it notes. So I found online. There's all kinds of different templates for this, but I've made one where you can print directly onto post-it notes, and you can just print a hi- little, literally even a paper high-five. And so as they're doing something really well, you could just walk by their music stand and just drop a high-five post-it note on their stand. But I think you'll be amazed at how well kids respond to just a simple act of, of praise accomplishment. So today, celebrate some success in your classroom. Maybe give your kids a high five. Maybe give them a fist bump. Maybe give them a post-it note high five. And you keep uh, building those light bulbs one glorious mistake at a time. Good morning, everybody. This is Sam Fritz from the Highly Effective Bandroom, And I am on day nine of my 10-day Celebrating Success Challenge. So what I've been doing over the last few days is... Encouraging you challenging you to find ways to celebrate success student success in your classroom And again today's day nine and we're going to focus on noticing them as people today for our celebration so what I mean by that is um, students come to our classroom every day and we kind of treat them like they're um, Unwilling participants in our class sometimes where we impart knowledge on them instead of allowing them to be participants in our class and one of the ways that you can make that switch from active participants and and bystanders from bystanders is to notice them as real people. So one of the ways I do that is every week I have something I call superhero lunch, which is one day a week, Wednesdays for me, I uh, invite my seventh graders to come down and join me in the band room during their lunch time. They bring their lunch trays or their lunch from home and we just watch superhero stuff. Sometimes it's trailers of upcoming movies, sometimes we research certain um, character lines Um, one of the most fun ones that we did was i had a young man i don't know if you've heard but there's a pretty big star wars movie coming out and i had uh, a young man that was confident he knew ray's lineage before the movie even came out and so we spent time watching old comics and reading books and and while he presented his case, and I can't wait to watch the movie to find out if he actually was correct in his, his assumptions. Um, so this really easy, takes no time out of my day to prepare for it, but uh, the first day that I had a superhero lunch, I had about 90 kids that came down to enjoy um, nerding out with superhero stuff. So see if you can find a quick way to just notice them as people and talk about the things that they're interested in and celebrate your success today in your classroom. And keep building those light bulbs one glorious mistake at a time. Have a great day. Good morning, everybody. This is Sam Fritz from the Highly Effective Band Room, and we made it. Today is day 10 of our Celebrating Success Challenge. I know a lot of you, this is your last day before winter break, so this would be a great way to celebrate on the final day. Uh, I'm stealing this idea from our past two deans of students, which are basically in charge of discipline in our school. And they started making positive phone calls home to parents. So every so often we share who needs a phone call home and what's the positive that's going on. And then the dean who normally calls home for negative reasons is calling home to share these wonderful positive messages. And it's been a very powerful, positive behavior support in our school. So I would encourage you today to choose three or four students in your classroom that you just notice man, it's the last day before break and they are still willing to work hard for me and I would love to give their parents a phone call home. Or if you're afraid to make the phone call or you don't want to do that, I know uh, lots of schools, including ours, have little postcards in their main office that you can get or you can easily do something on a Google Doc or Word and create a little um, postcard that you could send home. Um, a, a little, Even an email would be fine. And so there's a lot of ways that you could choose those three or four students in each classroom and just give them a quick positive word of encouragement and celebrate how hard they've been working for you this semester. So 10 days down. I hope you uh, found some ways to celebrate success in your classroom and that you'll continue to build those light bulb moments one glorious mistake at a time. Have a great day.